Hey, this is Joe Pesci, and you're listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show. Right, Bobby? Right, Joe. You better catch him while you can, because he's only going to be around for a little bit. I'm sorry, a little bit. That's all. So be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 106.7. You should, because he's only going to be around for a little bit. I'm sorry. That's all. A little bit. This is an excellent time for the Kimmer. Well, I, you know. To become a missing person. <laughs> the Kimmer Show. On News Radio yes. 1067. Happy holidays. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta do it. I gotta play this song. <laughs> the Irish Road. Look out. It's only me. Hey, the loveliest of them all was yeah. <laughs> How's it going? It's only me, 12.05. Our News Radio 1067. How's it going? It's only the Kimmer. The old Peterson program here. Ah, St. Patty's Day, me boy. I am Vegeta. We'll talk traditions. We'll have some stuff and goofy things, and we'll do the whole Irish Day thing if you feel like it. And if you have any Irish Day, uh, St. Patty's Day stories or things that happen, memorable occasions, great, sure, and we'll have a little fun today. What the heck? It's kind of a holiday. And it's a beautiful day, so let's enjoy it. Let's have a little fun today on the radio. All right, here's the number, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Uh, News Radio 1067. Don't forget, we have a, a, a podcast now. You can go to News Radio 1067. Dot com, newsradio1067.com, and uh, click on the old camera thing there, and you can check our podcast every day. I guess, what did you do it after the show? You put it up the, today's show? Yep, I put yeah. it up after every show. Uh, Hangman and uh, John Boy put up the thing every day right after the show, So, it, but they're on, available from uh, January 1st if you want to check out what we're doing here. All right, look out at 12.06, let's call it with the camera. Also coming up today, the Alpharetta Gambling Bus, our buddies at Pepperonis. They used to be one of my sponsors. Yeah, years ago at the other place, Bill and Phil and the boys, of Pe- in fact, Wayne texted me and Pete this morning. Wow, that was our old buddies up there in Alpharetta Pepperonis. That's a great place. And, you know, this, it just, it seems so silly. I mean, especially on, you know, I mean, the the, uh, the Sneet Snicks team, I guess I can't say the actual, the, 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 sweet, the sweet 15 plus one, uh, the NC non-B, uh, non-B uh, tournament for men and so on and so forth. Uh, but, you know, they're taking advantage of the opportunity because clearly they know people are gambling, but people are gambling in every office in the city. Every, I'll bet you every single office building in this metro area has basketball pools in it right now, including ours. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so anyway, it just seems silly. It just seems you know what what it's you know it's it, it would would be the difference if they were there at the closed restaurant, which is now just a private building, private property building. What's the difference between that and going to somebody's basement? You know, going to your card room downstairs. I mean, what except it doesn't hold sixty five people probably, but it could if you have a big enough house. Yeah. What's the difference? You know, the cops wouldn't go barsing into the to your basement and rousing up your private card game. I mean, it's, this just seems so silly. It just seems like it just it's too much. It's just oh, for, what for what reason? Does it make? Yeah, we really. I mean, what's what's the point? If, if they're grabbing people off the street and making them spend their rent check, you know, okay, then you got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. I don't think that's the issue. Hey, come here, buddy. You're going to gamble, huh? What? <laughs> they forced me, Your Honor. They forced me. I was walking down the sidewalk. 
Also, have you seen the video girl, a couple video girl fights? Holy smokes. One of them in Cobb County at the high school uh, at uh, Pebble Brook High School last Monday. There are no teachers in the classroom for 90 minutes, and the two girls uh, did several rounds of fighting. They fought each other, hit each other, pulled hair, screamed, scratched, all that stuff. And then they stopped for a minute, realized nobody was coming, so they went at it again. They did it like three different times, had like three rounds of girl fights in the, in the high school. No teacher ever showed up, 90 minutes. <laughs> and have you seen the video in Indianapolis of that one girl beating the living daylights out of the, the 15-year-old girl, beating the crap out of another girl, kicking her in the face. I mean, hor- vicious, 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 vicious stuff. And then the five-year-old bo- little brother tries to intervene, and the, and the bad girl shoves a little brother on as he shoves him down the sidewalk. And she's 15 years old, and when the girl, the girl was getting beat up, who happened to be white, was saying, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And one of, her, one of the beating girl's friends said, and I'm going to use a bad word here, but I'm going to use it on purpose. I'm going to use it on purpose because the story makes a difference if you hear exactly what happened. This is the attitude of youngsters now taking selfie videos of, of girl fights. The one black girl beating the living crap out of a white girl. And the white girl says, what did what, what I do? What did I do? And, she, and, and the guy uh, who's doing the camera says, quote, you white bitch. And they kept fighting. That, that was the reason. That's why she was getting the crap kicked out of her. And her five-year-old little brother Got got shoved around and beat up and shoved on the on the ground by the same girl. And this is her second offense. They arrested her that day for something else, for a different fight. <clears throat> Boy, there's some parental guidance, huh? It takes a village, all right. Anyway, uh, we'll talk more about it. I, I hate it. I, it's a racial, vicious thing. And frankly, <laughs> you know, I, you know who we can blame? We can blame Putty Tat. We can blame Eric Holder. We can blame uh, Al uh, uh, Sharpton. Sharpton and Jesse Jackson. And that's who we can, among others. And Al, and Al Roker. And, and those idiot basketball NBA goofus doofuses, I can't breath. LeBron James, Westbrook, Harden, those guys who can't breath. Yeah, we'll blame those would-be cop killer supporters. Jesus, unbelievable. All right, the Bond movie, Bribes from Mexico. Oh, yeah. We want pretty scenery. Yes. And we want to not Mexican bad girl. No, only good Mexican girl. We give you $20 million. <clears throat> Of course, that sounded surprisingly like a Chinaman here in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> the giver didn't come to rehearsal today. <laughs> All right, hold on. I got more. We'll get it. Let me get to uh, uh, Pat and Pam's coming right up. And uh, Newsmaker Line sponsored by the Siding Doctor, too. Here's a second here. Doctor, uh, first, it's uh, Pat. Hello, Pat. Welcome. Happy St. Patty's Day. Hello, Kimmer. Uh, how's it going? What do you got? It's me, Pat O'Shaughnessy, calling from Douglasville, Georgia. I am you, sir. How you doing? I've got a joke for you with all this depressing news you have. All right, me boyo. It seems that I have an Irish weenie. Goober. Uh, no, I don't uh, think so. <laughs> no, when you start off with so that close. word, it's kind of a... <laughs> how about we'll get Pam instead here on News Radio 1067. Hello, Pam. Hi, I don't have one of those. That's good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> top of the morning to you. And the rest of the day to you, my darling. And it's my and the barman's birthday today. Oh, I'll be done. That's right. The barman, uh, happy birthday on St. Patty's Day. And Pam, this is my Pam. You brought us all that good stuff and the uh, books and the food and the cakes and all that stuff, too. How you doing, kiddo? I'm great. I just always say hi to you on my birthday. So well, you say happy birthday back at me. You're very sweet. <laughs> happy birthday and happy St. Patty. Are you doing anything special today, Pam? Lots of stuff. Uh, taking my mother to the chiropractor. Oh, boy. That's always good. There you go. Uh, my little grandson has his first soccer game, and we're going out to eat. Wow. And well, maybe a... put a little Irish 
whiskey on it there somewhere. There you go. Well, be careful because it's amateur night out there, so be very cautious. <laughs> I won't be driving. <laughs> Happy birthday, Pam. Great to talk to you. 1212 News Radio. I don't go out. It's, it's amateur night. I don't go out on St. Patty's Day. I don't go out on St. Patty's Day, 4th of July. Mm, nope. No, sir. Uh, twelve, twelve. Look out! Here we go. Just you try it. Oh, I'll try it. Just you try it. You'll feel it when I try it. Oh, I'd like to see you have at it, <laughs> would you now? <laughs> the Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio one zero six seven. Look out! Look out! This is Raymond Burr. <laughs> Raymond. And now here's your host yeah, yeah. who wants to know, yeah. is it wrong for a man to give another man a pinch on the backside on St. Patrick's Day, even if the guy is wearing green? No, I don't think so. Here he is, Kim Peterson. We built this city. Thank you very much. We built this city on <laughs> Look out. Jefferson Starship. Jefferson Airplane, I don't care what you call him. <laughs> you stupid party. <laughs> Paul Kantner of both of those groups is 74 today. Other birthdays include Gary Sinise, a very famous actor, 60 today. Also, actor Kurt Russell, married to Goldie Hawn. Well, actually, not married to Goldie Hawn. Uh, they've been together for about 30 years. Kurt Russell's 64. In fact, uh, they uh, there was an interview that Goldie gave to somebody, I don't remember where, years ago, where she said she knows that Kurt cheats on her, uh, but she understands it because he's a man, and that's what men need to do, and she uh, cherishes their relationship. They get along great. He doesn't treat her badly. He treats her like a queen, but he likes to have other women once in a while, and she can understand it, so no big deal. Huh? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Wait a minute now. <laughs> you can do that? <laughs> anyway, look out. It's only the Kimmer. We built this city. 1220 on News Radio 1067. Uh, Facebook update. Kimmer getting uh, blasted again here for yeah, some reason. Tiffany there. found this one for you. All right, sir. Uh, Gary says, sorry, but Kimmer lost me years ago when he called Max Cleland, a decorated war hero, a communist. Well, <laughs> now, wait a minute. Every time I ever talked about Max Cleland, if you're new to Georgia or Atlanta, you don't know this. Max Cleland is a former Georgia Secretary of State. He was head of the VA. Uh, he he was is an incredibly accomplished political leader uh, who lost both legs and one arm in Vietnam by blowing himself up with a grenade he dropped. He was also uh, award. He was a captain in the Army. He was also um, uh, awarded medals uh, for his service in Vietnam. So, although he blew himself up accidentally, it's, that doesn't diminish anything. And he is a war hero, and he accomplished more in his young life than I ever will. I've always said that. I completely admire Max Cleland for, I mean, think of one arm and no legs. And look what, he, look what he accomplished with one arm. I mean, man, I would have caved in, I'm sure, a long time ago. I've always said that. I've always admired Max Cleland for his ability as a man to cope with what he went through. But he's, he's a screaming liberal. He's a freaking socialist. So, you know, so screw you, Greg or Gary, whatever your freaking name is. I don't give a damn whether you like what I call him or not. Max here, Max Cleland's a war hero, and he served his country and his community and was accomplished a lot more than I ever will, but he's a freaking socialist and a screaming liberal. So bite me, how about that? Stick in your head, pull it over your ears. Now I've lost Max Cleland because he knew Gary is an incredible story. Right, hold on a minute. Wait, wait, there's the news breaker line. Let's see. First of all, let's first things first. Let's see who's on the old news breaker line. Good afternoon.
Come on, this is Charles Barkley calling. Uh, hey, Charles, how's it going? I know this ain't polit- politically correct, but I didn't like Marxist Max Cleland either. He was terrible, he man. He was terrible, He yes, run sir. for office, talk like Teddy Roosevelt, vote like Teddy Kennedy. Give me a break. <laughs> That's correct. all I got to say about that. <laughs> yes, sir. I ain't even Irish, Kim. I'm Bodo. Yes. I feel lucky this morning. Well, what do you mean, sir? Well, I got out of Pepperoni's Tavern right before the bus. <laughs> you know, I was going to say they rounded up and did 65 guys. And <laughs> oh, I mean, unlike Mayor Kasim Reed, I pulled out just in time for the parking lot right before the cops showed up. I <laughs> uh, didn't get your license number, did they? <laughs> Man, I'm so mad I wasn't able to get down none of my NCAA hoop bets before the cops showed up. Really? That's too bad. I did get five dimes down on an over and under, Kimma. Uh, over and under? No, not on the game, on the Rock 100 Morning Show. (laughs) It's down to 45 days, but I still bet under because that thing is horrible, man. They like to tease the commercial. Why would the police uh, bust Paparona's tavern on one of their biggest nights, Kim? Big night. Yeah, it was Tuesday night fights. Did you hear about it? No, I didn't. Tuesday night oh, fights. Oh, they had action going on. It was a live feed from Pebble Brook High School. <laughs> I had $500 on the 14-year-old brunette with the help in the holly tattoo. <laughs> and, the, and the daddy, thank goodness for Crush Proof Cigarettes t-shirt. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's been there before, so. Hear <laughs> <laughs> that beam. Thank you. <laughs> you know, you learn something every day, Kimma. Yes, yes, sir. Of course, please. unless you attended Ole Miss. And other than that, <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry Pete. Pete. I think I went to Auburn. I got no room to talk, <laughs> Look, man. Now you're talking. <laughs> yeah. I never knew Hannity was an Irish name that means extortion. Did you know that? <laughs> no, I did not know that, sir. And that Sean Bob's great-great-grandfather set up a phony charity to help the Irish Republican <laughs> Army, man. You learn something every day. Yes, sir. And, you know, I have to agree with you, Kim. That's yes, one sir. thing yes. for the Mexican government to meddle in the latest James Bond movie. Meddling in the James But did they really have to Photoshop the stolen hubcaps back on the Aston Martin? I mean, <laughs> it's Mexico, for God's sake. We need some... <laughs> Unusual. <laughs> Realism in, that. in context, you know. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I mean, they could have just shot the damn thing on Buford Highway and not even involved the Mexican <laughs> government. <laughs> Who'd have known the difference, right? Good point, sir. I got time to think of these things. Yes, you do. Great to be Our pleasure, though, to have you aboard, Charles. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Yeah. All right. Over under, all right. Look out. It's only me. <laughs> I ask you, Grandpa. Look out. All right, what do you call a fake stone in Ireland? I don't know. A shamrock. A fake stone in Ireland. <clears throat> uh, why do people wear shamrocks on St. Patty's Day? Regular rocks are way too heavy. <sighs> All right. Why can't you borrow money from a leprechaun? Because they're always a little short. All right. Uh, hey, ho, ha, oh. All right. Well, maybe Helen can cheer us up. And Brett's coming up. Hello, Helen. Welcome to the Old Kipper Program. How's it going? Oh, thank you. Going very well. <laughs> Excellent. What is an Irish seven-course dinner? An Irish seven-course dinner, I could guess, but I'll let you uh, finish it off for us, Helen. What's an Irish seven-course dinner? Six-pack and a potato. Oh, hey, ho, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, yes, let's just top it off on this whole segment with Brett the Truck Driver. Happy Bejesus and St. Patty's Day to you, morning, Nibretto. How's it going, Cameron? Oh, what's up, man? Hey, I was listening to the R&B station this morning, yeah. uh, and they had a guy on there talking about the N-word, right? The what word? The N-word. N-word, yeah, okay. Now, all these people are getting upset about 
you know, whether you're black or whether you're white, yeah. you say it. Yeah. Okay. My thinking is, don't put it on your records or in your lyrics if you don't want anybody to say it. I mean, I don't say it. I mean, I think you're ignorant if you do say it. Yeah. Well, it's a little silly. The other, I mean, the, the bottom line is this: if you, you know, if you don't want people to say it, don't say it. Right. If you if you want it to leave American vernacular, then let it go. Don't use it. I mean, it was it was almost gone. And you know, have you seen what's going on now? Because of the Ferguson thing, which was based on a lie by a gangster. Hands up, don't shoot. Never happened. And because of that, every, all this this girl fighting, these racial fights. Uh, Michael Brown's mother. We can blame her for this business going on with in Indianapolis, where that little girl beat up the crap out of another little girl and shoved her five year old brother on the ground because she was attacking her because she was white. You can blame Michael Brown's mother. Who said, you know, blank the cops and they got what they deserved. And and Eric Holder and the whole rest of them. I mean, it trickles on down, my friend. This is what we're getting. This is what our... our, our and everything's... You know, selfies and social media, they're no secrets anymore. None anywhere. So here's what we get. All right, look out. It's only the camera. Let's have a little fun. We'll do some uh, newsbreaking lines. Find some other exciting, doctor. Got a brand new song for you coming up next on News Radio 1067. Hey, this is Larry the Cable Guy, and you're listening to a replay of the camera show. Man, that camera guy's got some jokes that are so bad, I wouldn't even steal them. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. And don't get heartburn in the first place. Oh my, <laughs> this is George Takei. Uh, George. And this portion of the Kim Peterson yes. Show yes. is brought to you by Irish Spring. Irish Spring. Manly, yeah. and I like it too. <laughs> Lather up. <laughs> <laughs> and now here's your host, Kim Mr. Peterson. Solo, thank you. Twelve thirty-four with a kipper. It's only me. We were sitting up there on mama's room. Kiefer Thompson. He's the guy half of Thompson Square. Well-known country duo. Kiefer Thompson's 42 today. Happy birthday. St. Patty's Day. Also include actor Robert Lowe. Rob Lowe, 51 today. And Patrick Duffy from Dynasty 60s. Or Dallas. <laughs> Patrick Duffy from from Dallas, 66 today as well. Like God, here we go. We gonna do this so right. 12:34. It's only the Kimmer News Radio 1067. 1067 A lot of stuff going on. We'll talk more about Hillary. She's been given two weeks. Oh, I got a brand new song coming up in just a second. By the way, uh, Hillary's been given two extra weeks to come up with the emails. And still, <laughs> wait till you hear that smarmy red-haired State Department spokesperson, Jen Psaki, and and how she responded to a very simple question. Excuse me, did Hillary sign Form 109 when she left the State Department like every other person has ever had to do, ever? Has Hillary signed the card? Did she sign it? If not, why not? And where is it? And, when? And oh, well, it's, uh, it's still to be determined. It's been two weeks. And they can't tell us if she signed the out card? It's either she did or she didn't. I guarantee you somebody in HR at the State Department has all this stuff on a computer. Just look it up. Anyway, they're just they're stalling and dry. I mean, it's, this is typical Clinton. They got to get the same guy, Times, who did the birth certificate. <laughs> yeah, right. To fake this one. Yeah, too. exactly. <laughs> it takes a while. The guy's probably in prison from the last one. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk about that. I got a brand new song about uh, Hillary, too, coming up here a second. 
Also, a couple of other things to uh, look at, speaking of TV stuff, a new pilot TV show on iZombie tonight. Taking advantage of all the zombie stuff. I mean, The Walking Dead and all. I mean, it's, just, it's, it's growing and growing. Also, uh, Mitt Romney and Evander Holyfield are going to box each other for a charity match in Salt Lake City in May. Evander Holyfield and Mitt Romney getting in the ring together. Now, obviously, it's not going to be a real fight, but uh, there'll be some sparring. I mean, it, it's for charity, so we'll keep you posted. And uh, when speaking of charity thing, I tried a very nice little chat today with my friend Heather Schultz. I remember last year, last uh, summer, I think, I, I said, I've always wanted to face softball, fastball, girl pitching. I've always wanted to see, because I, I, if I watch a girl softball game, I think, man, it just, it just doesn't look that hard to hit that great big ball. You know, I mean, I've never, I've never played fast pitch softball. Played baseball all my life, but never. Fa- so anyway, I said, I'd love to, I'd love to see what how I could do against a really good girl softball pitcher, fastball. Well, Heather Schultz said, "Okay, I got your challenge. My daughter will strike your butt off." Yeah. Well, and so, so, so th- coming up in June, or a couple of months, we're going to put together a little charity thing for the big match they're going to have. And well, Pete and I and John Boyd, we'll get the whole crew out there and, and maybe raise some money for charity to see how many strikes you can get on the camera or whatever. So anyway, oh, now we got to stand my official. Un- I got to play the song, but stand my unofficial black eyes on jury duty. So my official, unofficial blast, I want to get him for the judge yells him out. Hello, Stan, how's it going? Hey, I'm out here on jury duty. I just came in to, to take a quick nap, and it could, the Kim is keeping me awake. <laughs> <laughs> how's it going, man? I'm all right. So I said, since you're keeping me awake, I'm going to keep you awake with a, a, a nice Irish jig by Stan the McMahon. Stan, okay. the official, unofficial black guy with the Irish jig on St. Paddy's, Davey Boyo. Okay, here you go. Yeah, can you just unlock me, boy? Can't you just And now the car you used to swing along the garden gate. When Stan, you're a multi, multi-talented, my friend. I'm glad you called him. And uh, what's the jury case? Can you, can you say what it's about? Uh, well, I'd rather not. Not how you feel about it. Is it, a, it. <laughs> is it a, I mean, is it a crime or is it a civil case? Oh, no, 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 no. It's civil. It's not, I got a, you. It's not a criminal case. Okay. Well, listen, have fun. I love jury duty. I've, every time I've been on jury, I've had fun. Stan, thanks, man. I appreciate it. You realize it. you just said the words duty, jig, and Gaelic. <laughs> 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 Gaelic? <laughs> what do you mean, Gaelic? Oh, you meant, oh, God, for a second, I, I misunderstood that entirely. I said, <laughs> wow, Gaelic. Oh, God, see how, boy, is my face red. All right, how about a song? Hey, President Sticky, right here with a Kimmer on News Radio 1067. There you go. <laughs> uh, the server contains uh, personal communications from my husband and me. Right. Hillary hit some emails and now there's a scandal. I believe I have met all of my responsibilities. <laughs> and they say it could cost her the presidency. And the server will remain uh, private. I'm not worried. It's nothing that she cannot handle. I feel her pain. She can lie with the best because she learned it from me. I did not email any um, classified material to anyone on my email. I don't care if she winds up in jail, though she's my wife. What difference at this point does it make? 40 years is enough 
with that big lump of stone. <laughs> we have more than met the request from the State stone. Department. Lock her up, throw the key away, then I'll live my life. <laughs> I remember landing under sniper fire. <laughs> hey, my name isn't John Boy, won't throw her a bone. <laughs> Sorry, John Boy, that was rough. <laughs> rough. <laughs> that was rough. Oh, man. Is he the greatest or what? I mean, that's unbelievable. It's, he's just the greatest. All right, look at it. 1240 is our time. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Excuse me. <clears throat> this St. Patty's Day. And by the way, uh, if you're concerned about this whole snake thing, it's never, it, it, I, I don't even know where it started. Do you know where the rumor started about the snakes in Ireland, driving the snakes out of Ireland? A thousand years ago. <laughs> there were no snakes in Ireland? Never? <laughs> Listen to this, me boy uh, St. Patty's Day marks after the 5th century missionary famous for banishing all the snakes from Ireland. With his staff in hand, the Christian preacher cast the slithering critters into the sea never to return. But uh, 10,000 years ago, an ice age gripped Europe long before St. Patrick. At the time, Ireland was too cold for reptiles. As the ice thawed, animals migrated from continental Europe over a land bridge to Britain and then west to Ireland. Boars, brown bears, lynxes arrived in Ireland about this time 10,000 years ago. But snakes moved north much more slowly. There were three species slithering into Britain, the adder, the grass snake, and the smooth snake. But they arrived too late to reach Ireland. It had already been separated. 8,500 years ago, the melting glaciers caused ocean levels to rise, cutting off the Emerald Isle. Some animals could swim over, but not snakes. Scientists have never found a species of snake that can cross an ocean. So uh, this, for this reason, other large islands don't have snakes either. Greenland, Iceland, and New Zealand, no snakes. Excellent. So he never chased the, In fact, the rising waters kept away more than snakes. There's only one species of native reptile, and that's a viviparous, viviparous lizard. Uh, now, oh, by the way, Irish now do buy snakes as pets. Uh, but Ireland's economy, several years ago, snake owners couldn't afford their scaled pets, and so snakes were set loose. Oh. So it's possible that there could be a, like a California king snake in a vacant store in Dublin somebody found one time. But basically, they're, and, unless, unless they brought them in as pets, there are no snakes they in Ireland. and never, never were. No, it's just stupid. There, it, there's no, <laughs> snakes never did anything for anybody. All right, 1242. Sing us the song of the Emerald Isle. Oh, tis like the singing of the angels themselves. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Look up. Here we go. Well, top of the morning to you. This is Ronald O'Regan. <laughs> and this portion of the Kim Peterson yes, Show is yes, brought to you by my Irish heritage. Oh. Did you know that in 1415, the Irish invented the toilet seat? Oh, wow. And then in 1500, well, the British came along and added the hole. I'm Ronald O'Regan, <laughs> and now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Uh, you. Oh, he doesn't smell like Irish Spring, and he never taught me anything. But still, I slap my chest and sing of my drunken Irish dad. Oh, his face looks like a railroad map, and he never shuts his friggin' trap. But all the ladies catch the clap from your drunken Irish dad. Ask a Hennessy, Tennessee, Morris, and Shaughnessy, Reardon, and Rooney, they'll tell you the same. McNulty, Mulrooney, and Cotter, and Clooney all feel the same mixture of pride and of shame. Finnegan, Hannigan, <laughs> Kelly, and Flanagan look to the ground when their dad passes by. Cafferty, Joyce and old Lafferty fight for his honor and then start to cry. <laughs> uh, 
Yes, when Irish eyes are smiling, it's Irish. All right, little St. Patty's Day for you. Here on News Radio 1067, 1248. It's only the Kimmer. Here's a number, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. More news, Mega Lines coming up, sponsored by The Siding Doctor. <clears throat> Doctor. And we have your topics, have your issues. If you want to talk about that gambling operation at Alpharetta, the crackdown at pepperoni. We love pepperonis. They used to be one of my sponsors years ago. And, uh, you know, it's a, pepper, it's, a, it's a pepperoni place. It's a pizza joint. It's a bar and a pizza joint. It's just pepperoni? It's, well, you can get a little more than pepperoni. <laughs> but, and the cops raided it and shut them down. And, you know, you think, what's the difference between that and the guys just being in their basement with a bunch of their friends gambling, you know, and, and betting on the, I don't know. It just seems silly. It just, I mean, it just seems like an awful lot. Of... Right, not, right next door would be a Chinese opium den. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and four guys beating up a little old lady in the street. You know? <laughs> Get those gamblers, by God. Anyway, it just, it just seems a little silly. I'm not, you know, it's against the law. And by the way, I mean, and I, I don't gamble. I, I'm not in favor of gambling. I think it's evil. I, I, I have two brothers who lost fortunes. I mean, dead, broke, where I'm supporting them, fortunes uh, because of gambling. They would bet on anything. They would bet on the next color car coming around the corner. I mean, you know, it's addictive, and they and they lost everything. They lost everything, everything. All right, uh, so I I don't, I don't like gambling. I'm not in favor of it. I'm a terrible. I'm also a bad guy. I can't play poker. If I play poker, I, if I go with my golf, we did a golfing trip one time. We went, but we get, honest to Pete, I'm not making this up. We'll sit there. There'll be twenty guys, and my cards will be a two, a five, a, a nine, a jack. And a joker, or so you know. I mean, I, you know, like, and, and I got nothing. I'll take three cards. I get nothing. I mean, never. I, I've never been given a hand. I've never drawn cards where I could win anything. So I don't. I don't. I mean, I can't do it. I just. I'm, <laughs> I can't do it. So anyway, all right, all right. I'll stop. I'll stop. All right. Eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. Eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. I'm not making up this thing about the Bond movie too. Have you heard about this? There's a new Bond movie coming out called Spectre. Well, Sony Pictures and MGM executives are taking bribes from the country of Mexico. I don't know what else you call it. Well, they're calling it incentives. It's bribes. The Mexicans went, and by the way, I love Mexicans. I hate the country of Mexico. After what they did to Tamaresi and everything else, screw them. I I hope they burn to the ground and all the people come over here legally and start paying taxes and become Republicans. But that's my only wish. All right, and and what happened is the Mexicans did not like what the movie was going to be showing about Mexico. And because the uh, Sony Pictures people and MGM are saying, well, we really need the money because, you know, we, we're, it got so many production costs, the Mexicans have agreed to spend $20 million for the movie makers if they will change some of the elements of the movie, of the Bond movie coming out. For example, they want to highlight the skyline with aerial shots and modern features of Mexico City. Two, they want to cast a known Mexican actress in the role of Estrella, a woman whose hotel room Bond uses to start his search looking for an assassin. So they want a Mexican girl to play the owner of the hotel, but the assassin was supposed to be a girl named Ciara, uh, who's Mexican. But the Mexicans say, no, 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 you got to make her Italian. So they made her Italian instead of Mexican, even though it's shot in Mexico, because it looked bad to have a Mexican killer. They didn't want to have a Mexican woman being assassin. They wanted an Italian woman being assassin. Uh, her target was changed from a Mexican governor to an international ambassador. So they wouldn't be killing a Mexican governor. Mexican police were replaced by special forces military. A cage match turned into a chase through a, dead, a day of the dead festival. And uh, they're going to get $20 million by changing the script to make Mexico look better in the movie, Spectre. Uh, that's appalling. 
Isn't, isn't that just cheesy? Anyway, I don't know. It's a newsmaker line, twelve fifty-two with a camera, News Radio one hundred six seven. Good afternoon, <laughs> Kim Peterson. <laughs> this is Mitt. I mean, this is Muhammad Romney. Yeah, and I am the greatest boxer of all time. Old Lefty, going to take on Evander Holyfield for a boxing charity match. I can't believe it. I'm very excited. Anne's very excited. I read a couple of poems, you know, little Muhammad Ali type of oh, things. Excellent, my... all right. Mitt Romney. I'm right a here. bad man and I'm so pretty. I'll take down Evander in Salt Lake City. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's really good there, Mitt. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Yes. All nine of my wives are pulling for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mitt Romney, You're... the Stormin' Mormon. I'm the... <laughs> the Stormin' Mormon. <laughs> I told Evander he could bring along his honey. But if we put up all his little bastards, we lose lots of money. <laughs> <laughs> Can't count that high anyway. I don't know. I'm, I'm training every day. You know, there's a lot on the line in this fight, yes, Kimmer. Yes, a lot on the line. Is well, the winner gets to take on the eighth grade class from Pebble Brook High School, so we're very excited. <laughs> Pretty good fighters over there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, those girls at Pebble Brook can fight, scratch, claw, stand their ground, defend themselves in any situation. Yeah, yeah. You know, all the things I failed to do in 2012 when I threw that election. <laughs> Politically, yeah. <laughs> Grow up here. You know, I'm con- reconsidering my decisions not... Not to run. Reconsidering? Wow. Yeah, I really missed the varsity, so. (laughs) (laughs) To run. See, you wanted to run. (laughs) Hey, my french fries are slipping out of my hand. (laughs) (laughs) Well, mystery solved on the sudden disappearance of Russian leader Vladimir Putin, who hasn't been seen or heard from from over two weeks. weeks. Yeah, yeah, apparently he's been hanging out on the Rock 100 morning show, so (laughs) no no one's been able to to find him. Nothing to see Mitt Romney. Uh, uh, did you see where Apple CEO Tim Cook announced the company's starting a new TV service called Apple Television? Apple Television. I don't know much about. Yeah, Tim it. Cook suggested some of the new shows on there. Oh, really? All right. Yeah, How I Met Your Brother, CSI Midtown. <laughs> <laughs> Two broke guys. How I Met Your Brother. Men, which I don't no! think is the size of the cast, but I'm not sure. I'm I met not, Romney. Midget involved, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> Thank you so much, Al. Oh, i got to do the disclaimer. All right, sir. Yeah. Apple TV is a subsidiary of Cox Broadcasting, an affiliate of Men's Warehouse, which is not a clothing store, but a good place to get your seat taken in. I'm Mitt Romney, and I approve that disclaimer. <laughs> it's great to be on the show. It's our pleasure, Mitt. Good luck with your boxing match with the man or two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mercy. <laughs> Look out! It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Yeah, these girls. We're not making this up. The Cobb County Classroom Girls, Pebble Brook High School, in the video, which, of course, makes rounds rather than anybody stopping it. Eventually, they did. But uh, girls are pulling hair, shoving each other on the floor, jumping up and down, screaming, yelling, saying all kinds of vicious, bad words. Uh, one of the 14-year-old girls, identified as Mi Xian Brown, is home suspended for 10 days. Her mother says, uh, or she said they fought two rounds because there was no teacher and they just kept going at it. For 90 minutes, there was no teacher in the classroom, so the kids just kept their fighting. It's like they took breaks and went back at it again. Pebble Brook High School in Cobb County. <laughs> they don't have custodians, they have cut men. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the classroom bell is a whole other meaning at Pebble Brook High School. <laughs> That's round three. Anyway, it's only the camera on News Radio 1067.
We will also talk about the uh, United Airline flight. I had to wrestle a guy to the ground, started yelling jihad, jihad, and storming the cabin. I'm so, I, I'll tell you what, uh, the Marine Corps taught me how to kill a man in less than two seconds very easily, with no effort whatsoever. And I'm telling you this, if, this, if that happens on a plane I'm on, I'm going for it. You're going to take him down. I mean, you cannot fool around with these people. Well, what if he's just mentally ill? Okay. <laughs> well, then he won't be taken down the plane. All right, twelve fifty-seven. It's only the Kimmer and Patty's Davy Boyo on News Radio one hundred six seven. This is Barack Obama, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. And if you keep listening, you will be audited. Let me be clear. Don't forget the Kimmer's on Monday through Friday, noon to three on News Radio one hundred six seven. I don't want to say Kimmer wasn't very good-looking as a youth. Well, I can't help it. when his mom dropped him off at school, she was fined for littering. <laughs> the Kimmer Show on News Radio 106.7. What's this pile of garbage? Get <laughs> off my sidewalk. <laughs> Look out! You know this song. How about dancing? Little cool jerk, baby. The Capitals sang this song back in the day. And the leader of their group, Samuel George, in 1982 on this day, old Sam was stabbed to death in Detroit during an argument. (laughs) Ouch. The hit was cool, jerk. Also a historical note for you, music-wise. 2005, 10 years ago, rapper Lil' Kim was convicted of lying to a grand jury about that shootout outside a New York radio station in 2005. Couple of birthdays. Mark Boone Jr., Sons of Anarchy, is 60. And Christian Clemenson from CSI Miami is 57 today. Look at that. 106, how you doing? Yes, it's true. People start drinking at 7 o'clock. I, this is amateur day, amateur night. I do not, you will not see me. I have an eye doctor's appointment this afternoon, uh, but I'm I mean, I'm going home as quickly as I can get there. <laughs> it gets in this No, sir. Uh-uh. All right, look out. It's only the Kimmer News Radio 1067, 844 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Uh, yes, did Hillary sign the Form 109 when she left the State Department? That's the form everybody has to sign. And it says, I didn't take anything secret from here. I didn't take your stuff. I have only all my own stuff. Uh, yours in Christ, Hillary, or whatever. And she's the we, we And still, well, let me, let's put it this way. The question was asked to, the, uh, to Jen Psaki, Jen Psaki, that red-haired, smarmy, um, obsequious, snotty, bad-attitude spokesman for the State Department when asked about whether Hillary signed the form. Check this out. I don't have an update on this, Matt. We're still working on it. I understand. I mean, you know, the Human Resources Department presumably has a file on every employee. It can't be that difficult. To... I don't think former secretaries are they don't have files. standard employees. She's special. She's the queen. Yeah. How could it take two weeks to find out, yes or no, did she sign the form? I mean, it's, it's, you can't, it, it's not supposed to be a secret. Is it a secret? I mean, can, can she just say, I'm not telling you? This is outrageous. And yet, and yet she's still making millions of dollars for her foundation, including some money from some uh, fairly cheesy people. Listen to what Charles Krauthammer says about it. The Chinese uh, donation is particularly troublesome. Because Democrats went apoplectic 
uh, in the previous campaign implying that Republicans were using foreign money that was infiltrating our elections and distorting our democracy because of the Citizens United ruling. Now, that was not true in the first place. But nonetheless, they made a big issue of the Chamber of Commerce being on the take from outside sources. So here we have the Clintons admitting, and Bill himself has admitted and said he doesn't see anything wrong with it. He's the kind of charming scoundrel in all this who sort of says, aw shucks. Yeah, there you go. That's typical him, too. Aw shucks. Well, my friends, you know, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. And did you hear, was it Jimmy Kimmel or the other one? I, I get them all mixed up. One of the late night guys was saying uh, that uh, Scott Walker's two grown sons, uh, college-age sons, are giving up their fall semester this year at college to help him on the campaign. And uh, the joke goes that Hillary was uh, really upset because she wished that she had two grown sons to help her on her campaign. And Bill said, honey, I got something I got to tell you. That <laughs> <laughs> she has two. He has two. So anyway. All right. Well, it's, uh, it's uh, St. Patty States 109. It's only the Kimmer. St. Patrick was actually not Irish. She was born in Britain to wealthy parents near the end of the fourth century. Believed to be died on March 17th, around 460 A.D. Uh, he probably took the role of priest because of tax incentives. There's no evidence he came from a religious family. At the age of 16, Patrick was taken prisoner by a group of Irish raiders attacking his family's estate. They took him to Ireland. He spent six years in prison. Uh, it was held in County Mayo near Killala, worked as a shepherd outdoors away from people. Lonely and afraid, he turned to religion for solace, became a devout Christian. After six years as a prisoner, he escaped. According to his writing, a voice of God, he believes, spoke to him in a dream, said it's time to leave Ireland. So he walked 200 miles from County Mayo, where he was held, to the Irish coast, escaped to Britain, and then had a second revelation where an angel in a dream told him to return to Ireland as a missionary. So he did, and he started his religious training that lasted 15 years. He became ordained as a priest, went to Ireland with a dual mission, to minister to Christians already there and to begin converting the Irish uh, which is a widely held belief that St. Patrick introduced Christianity to Ireland, which is not true. Uh, by the way, uh, Patrick chose to incorporate traditional ritual into his lessons of Christianity instead of attempting to completely erase native Irish beliefs. He used bonfires to celebrate Easter because the Irish were used to honoring their gods, plural, with fire. He superimposed a sun, a powerful Irish symbol, onto the Christian cross to create what is now a Celtic or Celtic cross, uh, so the symbol can be more natural to the Irish, who used to worship the sun. Uh, a small number of Christians on the island when Patrick arrived. Most Irish practice a nature-based pagan religion around a rich tradition of oral legend and myth. So it's no surprise that the story of Patrick's life became exaggerated over the centuries. Spinning tales to remember history has always been a part of the Irish way of life. So there you are. And uh, their famous, the official Irish poem of Ireland. This, uh, this was done by uh, Paddy O'Malley, the famous Irish... Songstress, who wrote the official Irish poem uh, for all of Ireland. This is a true story. This is on their currency, and it's on the overhead of their capital rotunda, the capital of Ireland, their official Irish poem. An Irish lady named Mabel had a tush as big as a table. Never you mind, said a friend of mine. She's ready, willing, and able. So there you are. That's the official, <laughs> the absolutely official Irish term. <laughs> and one more? I got one more here for you. Uh, two Irish mothers, Kate and Lorna, talking about their sons. Kate says, my Patrick's such a saint. He works hard, doesn't smoke, hasn't so much as looked at a woman in two years. Lorna says, well, my Francis, he's a saint himself. He has not looked at a woman in three years. He hasn't touched a drop of liquor the whole time. 
My word, says Kate, you must be so proud. Oh, I am, and as soon as he gets out of prison, I'm throwing him a big party. All right, 112, 112. Morning to ye on this gray, drizzly afternoon. Kent O. Brockman, live on Main Street, where today everyone is a little bit Irish, except, of course, for the gays and the Italians. <laughs> the Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Hey, this is Chris Matthews, <laughs> and this portion of the Kimmer Show is brought to you by St. Patrick's Day, uh -huh. the day we drink too much and make complete asses of ourselves, or as I like to call it, Tuesday. <laughs> ah! And now here's your host, the Kimmer. Hot town, summer in the city, back of my neck getting dirt and St. Patty's. It's only me, 117 on News Radio 1067. Singer-songwriter John Sebastian of the Lovin' Spoonful is 71. What else? What else? Wasn't he with another group? Or he's somebody's husband or father or something? Uh, John Sebastian? Yeah. He did. Oh, yeah, he is. He was in a bunch of... He did Welcome Back Connors theme, I believe. That could be it. Yeah, that could be it. John Sebastian, 71 today, Loving Spoonful. A couple of birthdays, Vicki Lewis from News Radio 55, and Yannick Truesdale from Gilmore Girls is 46 today. He the was the guy there. in the uh, stairwell that John Belushi grabbed the guitar from in Animal House. No, no, it should be. No, no, no. That was a uh, game I love a chair. That was uh, that was the other guy. No, guy. no, no. That wasn't the game. He smashed a guitar. Gave me a love a cherry. That was a uh, bishop. Somebody bishop. Yeah, you're right. Stephen Bishop. Stephen Bishop. Yeah, 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 there you go. There you go. Uh, by the way, this was the day the very first New uh, New York City. Well, crap. The very first St. Patty's Day parade was on this day in New York in 1762. The first one. Wow. Also, uh, British forces evacuated Boston during the Revolutionary War on St. Patty's Day, 1776. Wouldn't be long before we officially declared we're coming to get you. 119, oh, by the way, I apologize. We've been off the air off and on for like 10 minutes over the last 20. Uh, apparently, it went to some kind of easy listening something or other. Transmitter did something goofy. We're back, though. We are. We're, I think we're back and everything's fine. Well, but. Oh, well, yeah. It was <laughs> a lot more listeners now for that. Easy listening. <laughs> what happened to my easy listening? Anyway, we got that for you. All right, 119 is one of the camera. Got, it's a newsbreaker line. Let's see. Oh, no. I, I beg your pardon. It's, uh, it's just, oh, it's the same number. Almost the same number. That's what I thought it was. It's wow. Jeff. It's It's St. Patty's Day, and Jeff is joining us here on News Radio 1067. Hello, Jeff. Hey, Cameron. How are you doing today? Great. What's up? Happy St. Patty, I, sir. I got a little Irish pickup line for you. All right, sir. Hey, Lance, you got any Irish in you? Would you like a little? Oh, hey, little? oh, no, that's no, I don't think so. That's, uh, that, hey, ho, oh, thank you. <laughs> boys, boys, boys. Come on, come on now. <laughs> boys, boys. A little boys. gala duty. Drake on St. Patty's Day, me boy. It's out of context entirely. All right, hold everything. We got another. We got well, we well, we got a news regular sponsored by the signing that's coming up here soon, and and a new song too. Oh, uh, it's coming right up here in case you missed it. And uh, we got your we got your topics, got your issues. Uh, news Radio One Hundred Six. It's a newsmaker line. Let's use any old news regular line. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kim. I am here to pump up your sucky show. This is Arnold Schwarzenegger Arnold, calling. Jeez, I saw you got in trouble. The cops pulled you over in Australia for riding a bike without a helmet. Wow. Arnold. You know the funny thing about that, Kim? Yes, sir. I always wear a hel helmet when I go over to Hangman's house, you know, ever since Chad put in the tungsten reinforced headboard. 
must have left it there under under something, Chad. You could look at my helmet. I don't want to hurt the vertebrae or anything. But like you said, I've been in Australia. haven't been keeping up with the news. Tyler Perry Tyler has Perry. purchased a pepperoni tavern. When did that happen? I didn't hear that, really. Well, I heard they were taking action in the back, and they got brought. Oh, it was a gambling <laughs> raid. I know it was a gambling <laughs> <laughs> <I got>, Totally. <laughs> and I just found out that Gaelic means a whole different thing, too. I... <laughs> Yeah, Pete Davis pointed out Gaelic jig. You had a lot of things going on there. In that... Yes, we do, Dale. They were betting on the NCAA tournament. I was wondering, Kim. Yeah, yes, sir. You know, you know, the over there at Pepperoni Tavern, yeah. you get arrested. Yeah. If you can prove you bet on Old Miss advancing in the tournament, can you enter an insanity, please? <laughs> I just mentally challenged. Oh, I'm sorry, but most people. Gave Ole Miss about as much chance of making the field of 68 as they gave Kimmer of ever getting into the Georgia Radio Hall of Fame. <laughs> which, by the way, is a subsidiary of Cox Broadcast. I was going to say. I you know, my wife, Maria Shriver, yes, is celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Oh, she is? I didn't hear That's that. always kind of funny since... You know, that whole luck of the Irish thing never seemed to filter down to the Kennedys. <laughs> <laughs> there, my Uncle Ted was a real-life Terminator. <laughs> Maria's cousin, Michael Skaker, wrote that book, you know, about golf, out, you know, how to stop sculling your seven eyes. <laughs> oh, he killed that girl with the golf club in the head. My God. You know, the Kennedys were the inspiration for that movie, Ocean's Eleven. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I think it was Ocean Eleven, Kennedy Zero. <laughs> <laughs> the, famous, the famous Kennedy jig. Oh, my father is dead, and my mother is dead, and my sister is dead, and my brother is dead, and my cousin is dead, and my car wouldn't float. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> Kennedy jig right there. <laughs> My God, that's a great, great jig there. Thank you, great sir. to be on the show. Oh, oh one more thing: yes, Maria Shriver is returning yeah. to television. My oh, wife. I didn't hear that really. Yeah, she's appearing in tonight's episode of NCIS as a special guest corpse. <laughs> <laughs> the opening scene. You don't want to miss it. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to give it away, but Ducky has determined the time of death as March second, nineteen eighty nine. <laughs> She's been decomposing for a long time it there, Jethro. Great to be Arnold. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. My father is dead. My brother is dead. <laughs> Just a little St. Patty's humor. <laughs> Look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmy. <coughs> we mentioned yesterday... Dolce & Gabbana is really stepping in it because of their comments from the two guys, Mr. Dolce and Mr. Gabbana, who, by the way, have been gay lovers and partners for like 20 years. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, they're gay. They're lovers. They're gay lovers. Huh. And they came out against gay marriage. They came out against single family raising kids. And they came out against test tube babies. And because of that, Elton John and a bunch of other people are just going nuts about it. Well, now there's another. Have you seen this ad? I'm going to show you this ad. John, boy, have you seen the picture of this ad? No. Pete, I, I, you saw it. We I saw, saw it this it. morning. <clears throat> there's an ad for uh, Dolce & Gabbana. And the scene is four men, two of them bare-chested, uh, two others kind of waiting their turn, it looks like, in the background. Uh, one guy, uh, there's a woman on her back with her with her knees in the air and her hips off the ground, stretching, arching her back, and the guy is holding her down by the shoulders. It looks like it's about to be a gang rape. 
And this is Dolce and Gabbana advertisement for their clothing line. And it looks like a gangbang, a rape. And in fact, uh, the, this girl wearing high heels in a swimsuit is arching her back. Uh, there's uh, two, uh, four, well, it looks like a gang rape. And uh, a fashion publicist named Kelly Coutrone says, I guess simulating gangbangs are fine, but IVF kid testum babies and same-sex marriage is not, according to Dolce Gabbana. Uh, Coutrone in Los Angeles said to tape America's Top Model said, I wish I were home so I could make a video of myself cutting up all my Dolce Gabbana clothes. Elton John, Al Roker, Ricky Martin are, uh, have used in vitro fertilization, are blasting the fashionistas. Uh, this girl, Catrone, says the guys are destructive. You can't tell somebody they're a synthetic human being. Uh, she said, I was in shock when I saw the ad. I thought, holy blank, these guys are crazy. They're against uh, test tube babies, but they're for gang bangs. It's a fashion ad, and it looks like this woman's going to be gang raped. I mean, it's, it's just, it's appalling. <laughs> Absolutely appalling. <sighs> I mean, I don't know. It's just, and by ironically, in France, they've now passed a law refusing advertising agencies and companies to use anorexic models. In France, where anything goes, in France, they are now saying they're cracking down, like Israel and Spain have cracked down on glorifying dangerously thin, you know, that cadaver uh, uh, heroin chic look of skinny models look like they're dead with their sunken eyes and everything. It's now illegal to put one of those ads in a publication in France. And yet Dolce Gabbana is uh, celebrating gangbang rapes. Now, this is just wrong. This is just wrong. Uh, 127 is on the camera. It's St. Patty's Day, me boyo. Yes, it's true. It's true. Well, you have your St. Patty's Day things and an occasional limerick, if I could only find it here in a couple of... For example, uh, why did the elephant wear Kelly Green sneakers? Her red ones were in the wash. So, you see, again, it's just a silly... <clears throat> see, why did the elephant wear green sneakers? Because her red ones were... Oh, God, you're killing me! Come on, give me something! Give me something! This is Robin Leach. You're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. And I don't know why. Be sure to tune into The Kimmer Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. Hi, this is Dan Reed. Hey, Coach. And this portion of The Kimmer Show is yeah. brought to you by the Golden Arches. Oh. Stop by on St. Patty's Day. Because that Larry Wax makes one hell of a shamrock <laughs> shake. And now here's your host, who will be joining us here soon, no, Jim Peterson. <laughs> if I get the night shift, I... <laughs> Break out. Only me. It's only the Kimmer News Radio 1067. 844 404-1067. 844-404-1067. Smashing Pumpkins! Their bass player, Melissa Off-Demauer of Smashing Pumpkins, and Hole is 43. And Billy Corgan of Smashing Pumpkins is 48 today. Two members of the same band with a St. Patty's Day birthday. All right, here you go. Uh, actress Leslie Ann Down is 61. Wouldn't she miss America? Who? And Leslie Ann Down, and she was married to that Gary guy, that Gary no. Gil, uh, Gary, not Gilmore, he was one shot in Utah. Gary St- uh, Stevens, Ovens, uh, uh, Gary, what the hell was his name? And they had a show together. Uh, no. no. What? No, you're not. She was married to the director, William Friedkin. Oh, William Friedkin was the guy who did uh, uh, the puking little girl in the bed, just spinning around her head. Exorcist. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was in one of the uh, Pink Panther movies. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, there you go. All right. Yeah, all right, she's 61, so there you go. 
All right, it's only the Kimmer. It's only me. News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. I mentioned a moment ago about that, uh, what is it, uh, Dolce and Gabbana, the ad, which is basically glorifying gang rape. I mean, it looks like they're all waiting their turn. I mean, with this girl on her back with her hips in the it's air. On the Facebook, yeah. Oh, well, you can. Now, what do you think? I mean, that's a little kinky, isn't it? I mean, you know, I mean, that's a little obvious. Uh, and and have you heard about this new lipstick? There's a new. There's a reality TV star called named Kat Von D, who's a makeup artist and a a uh, tattoo artist, I think. And she's she's on a bunch of shows, uh, Miami Inc. and L.A. Inc. and things like that. Anyway, this Kat Von D has now come out with a lipstick being sold online in uh, at Sephora. Is that a is that a website or is that a store? Is that a store Sephora stores? And the lipstick she came out with is a vivid red, and it's called Underage Red. Underage Red. For women who want to look younger or for little girls who want to look old enough to pick up and have sex with. Uh, she also has a lipstick called Celebutard, which is uh, described as a different lipstick uh, and she says, people with disabilities are the last to benefit from what some might call political correctness and what I call human decency. And they're still using the the, uh, the combination of the word retarded, which I don't allow in this program because it's just, it's just it's, you can't say it in any context that makes any sense of it all. But the lipstick is called Celebutard. And she says, you know, when people complain, she says, hey, at the end of the day, it's just blanking lipstick, man. Uh, she has a lipstick called Lolita. Which is another underage girl in a, a you know a molesting story, maybe famous book and movie, uh, and she has uh, one called Kinky, and I think she's gone too far with the with the colors uh, Trampy Daddy Pink. I think down that to me is just over the line. <laughs> youngsy Tungsy Taupe. And now that that is just <laughs> Youngsy Tungsy. That come on, Tweener Rose. Now this is way <laughs> braces Baby Blush. Now that you can't tell me. Little porny princess pink. Now these are just outrage. This can't possibly. Say that one. <laughs> no, I don't think I can. <laughs> Rhymes with paint, but again, it's not. It's saint or whatever. Just. <laughs> I don't think so. They can say it on Family Guy, but they can't say it on the camera. I'm hey, fourteen. There you go. Anyway, it's only the camera on News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. You can say this. A little Gaelic drink duty. Oop! It just did. Oh, did you did you did, did no, you edit that? A little Gaelic duty. Drink on St. Patty's Day, me boy. <laughs> That's out of context too. But how about a song? Oh, you you mentioned my thing again. So there you go. No, no. When you reach I'm, over there, I'm, we have we've jerry rigged our van down by the river. So if you if you touch the cigarette lighter, it sends the whole thing in the back of the transmitter in the trunk goes haywire. So uh, anyway, how about a song? Yes, it's true. President Tricky Sticky has uh, serenaded the Kimmer Show for his lovely bride. Uh, the server contains uh, personal communications from my husband and me. Hillary <laughs> hit some emails and now there's a scandal. I believe I have met all of my responsibilities. <laughs> right. And they say it could cost her the presidency. And the server will remain uh, private. I'm not worried, it's nothing that she cannot handle. I feel her pain. <laughs> she can lie with the best cause she learned it from me. I did not email any 
um, classified material <laughs> right. to anyone on my email. I don't care if she winds up in jail, though she's my wife. What difference at this point does it make? <laughs> Forty years is enough with that big lump of stone. We have more than met the request from the State Department. Lock her up, throw the key away, then I'll live my life. I remember landing under sniper fire. <laughs> hey, my name isn't John Boy, won't throw her a bone. Sorry, John Boy, that was rough. Rough, 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 rough. That's rough, thank you. Look out, it's only the camera, 139. By the way, if you missed it a little while ago, Stan, my official, unofficial black guy, called in and, and had an actual Gaelic limerick. Do we, was it possible we captured that where we could play that, do like a newsmaker line and play it back one time? Oh, you know, the other thing was, uh, we don't know whether our transmitter, well, we still have it in here. The transmitter's been acting up, so we've, we had a few minutes with like a dead air apparently, or they switched to some music thing, but uh, I think we're all set now. But anyway, if we can, maybe we'll play that again for you. We can find that from Stan the Man, too. All right, it's 140. It's only the camera. News Radio 106 second. 1067. <laughs> it's St. Patty's Day. You know, St. Patty's name was actually not Patrick. His real name was Myween Sukat, which in Latin means Magonus Sucatus. Uh, he took the name Patrick when he became a priest. Uh, let's see. Uh, the shamrock is not... Do you know the shamrock is not the symbol of Ireland? you know what the symbol of Ireland is? A harp. Yeah, that's true. A popular icon of the holiday, the shamrock was used by St. Patrick to teach the Holy Trinity. Three leaf, a three-leaf clover, which is your basic clover, or a shamrock is three limbs. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. That's why they taught it. Um, and by the way, St. Patrick's Day beers were forbidden in Ireland for decades, from 1900 to 1970. Irish pubs were closed on St. Patty's Day in honor of the religious holiday. No drinking in Ireland on St. Pa- no pubs open for drinking on St. Patty's Day for 70 years in the 1900s. It's a religious holiday? <laughs> religious holiday. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. 141. Let's get to Shirley on News Radio 1067. Hello, Shirley. How's it going? You, you rang. I oh, rang. God. Yes, ma'am. You rang. Uh, let's talk about cityhood. Do you know anything about it? Cityhood. Now, this is exciting because you have a city, you have hoods. People are walking around with hoods, they're going into the cities. It's totally wrong. Shirley, I'm tired why of it. I think it's I wrong for America. <laughs> My <laughs> God, why did I call? I mean, listen, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Well, it's now, so exciting, the issue of ca- cityhood. God, I, th- I can hear you. Let me t- all right, we're going to talk cityhood. If you tell all your friends, it's time to tune into the Kimmer, because we're going to talk cityhood right now, so you don't want to miss it. All right, I'm sorry. We got no, it. Everybody's ready not. now. No, right. you do not. Yes, ma'am. No, that's, I think it's before the legislature. To oh, me. we're going to talk legislature. Oh, man, this is going to put us over the top. All right, we're ready now, Shirley. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. All right. But anyway, I was talking to a young man, yeah. one of your one of your. Ilk. Ilk. All right, sir. All right. Mm-hmm. The I other, knew that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> and I asked him what he thought about oh, it, and he man. said, oh, we want our own city. We want our own city. He sounded like a ghettoite. Oh, my. He was one of your ilk. One of my ilk. Got, we, want, we want our own city. We want our, I said, what do you mean? I said, you've got, you've got Clarkston that looks like um, African, Africa has touched down. I said, you've got... Um, Alpharetta, yeah. you know, you yeah. got but, another but Africa. What is this division? Why are we dividing people amongst one uh, let's, from one another? Let's not be dividers, surely. Let's be let's be city uniters. Uniters. Uh, no. Let's have all the cities be the same. Every city is the same. 
Oh, mess. You know, St. Patty's Day is supposed to be a drinking holiday, and here we are solving the cultural issues of inner-city America today on the Kimmer Program. Man, I just, no, thank you, really. Nobody cares who would win in a crazy fantasy fist fight between Anne Frank and Lizzie Borden. <laughs> the Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News there we Radio go. Now we're talking. All right, then. Hello, I'm Robert Stack. Robert Stack. And this portion of the Kim Peterson <laughs> Show is brought to you by yeah. the Pepperoni Tavern. Uh-oh. They were busted for gambling, <laughs> games of chance, wagering, placing bets, we taking it. action. You're repeating yourself. And now here's your host, the Kimmer, the Kiminator, the Kim Monster. We got it. The guy that's going to be gone Friday. <laughs> no, wait a second. We heard everything now, sir. I, I think, look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. <laughs> News Radio. 1067. 148. How's your Tuesday? St. Patty's Day, me boy. And incidentally, we understand that our we are on a backup transmitter right now, so some of the outer areas of uh, suburban metro Atlanta may not be picking us up very well. Hey, oh, sweetness bell, sweetness bell. Well, can, I've got to do my song for a well, uh, Okay, just a minute. All right. Stupid sweetness bell. All right, I'm ringing the sweetness bell now. I have to hold my song because I can't even mention the song because you and your stupid sweetness bell. All right, sweetness is a true story. All right! O'Malley was leaving his favorite bar when he was run over by a bus. He gets to... I mean, this is a terrible Irish story, you know, St. Paddy's Day. The gates of heaven open. St. Peter tells him, Ah, you cannot enter me, boy, unless you pass me a test. What choice did he have? O'Malley agrees and tries. He'd never been very bright, so he didn't know if he could do it. But St. Peter says, I'll go easy on you. What has five fingers and is made of black leather? O'Malley scratches his head and he says, I don't know. And uh, St. Peter says, it's a glove. It's a glove. Five fingers made of black leather. It's a glove. One glove. Let's try again, St. Peter says. What has ten fingers is made of black leather? Again, O'Malley is stumped. After a few minutes, St. Peter says, it's two gloves. Ten fingers, two gloves. Black leather. Being in a generous mood, St. Peter says, you know what, I'll give you, I'll give me, boy, I'll give you one more chance to think of an even easier question, me boy. Who is the patron saint of Ireland, asks St. Peter, thinking he can't miss. O'Malley says, uh, it wouldn't be three gloves, would it? <laughs> see, see, he kept guessing the number, number gloves, so, <laughs> like I was saying, I... <laughs> Yellow Blues Brothers, because Dan Aykroyd said he's going to fulfill the true mission from God, finding and developing emerging blues players. Dan Aykroyd has founded Blues Brothers Records with the widow of John Belushi. And they're, yeah, Blues Brothers Records to try to find blues players, and they will have distribution and artist support through Blue Note Records. Dan Aykroyd says American music started with the blues, and now it's in the hands of the next generation. That's fairly weird. And I got 150. It's only the Cameron News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Uh, news Radio 1067. More news for the uh, Maker Lines coming up here shortly. We still can't find out whether Hillary signed that Form 109 when she left the State Department. We'll talk some more about Bibi Netanyahu, the elections today in Israel. And, in fact, uh, you know that there have been a, there's been an awful lot of talk about B.B. Netanyahu and how Putty Tat apparently is trying to help determine the outcome of the election in Israel. And uh, people like Mike Huckabee are wondering what in the world the president thinks he's doing. There's going to be popping of corks of champagne in the White House. But, ironically, 
the real uh, lamentations are going to be coming from places like Jordan and Egypt and Saudi Arabia. Uh, because Herzog, who is the primary opponent for Benjamin Netanyahu, has said that he trusts President Obama to get a good deal with Iran. So I would say that the Israelis are going to make a tough decision. If they trust President Obama to properly deal with Iran, then Herzog is their guy. If they don't think that President Obama is anything other than an appeaser, they better vote for Netanyahu. Well, we have more comments about that coming up as well, too. And the election is on today in Israel. I think the polls close at 10 o'clock at night, their time, which, which is late. But that's, uh, you know, gives more people the chance. So that's uh, nothing wrong with that. All right, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. Penn State has kicked uh, campus fraternity Kappa Delta Rho off campus because apparently... Some of the guys in Kappa Delta Row at Penn State were taking pictures of co-eds who were passed out and weren't wearing any clothes. <clears throat> and putting it on Facebook. <laughs> God, here we go. 152. Hey, wait a minute. There's a newsbreak line. Let's use on the old newsbreak line. Uh, good afternoon. Hey, Kimmer. This is uh, Dennis Miller calling. Dennis, how's it going, man? What's the deal with these geese in Idaho, man? Have you been reading about that? Yeah, thousands of big geese dropped dead out of the sky. Oh, my God, they're falling out of the sky like Malaysian airliners there, Scott. It's unbelievable. Oh, man. I mean, they're dropping like 11 alive news anchors, people. (laughs) They're keeling over like you men of health care policy holders there, Pookie. It's unbelievable. (laughs) Is that enough analogies for you, Dennis Miller? Bristol. Palin is engaged to get married. Did you see that? I didn't see that. Bristol Palin. Yeah, the funny huh? thing is, though, she's not even pregnant. Kasim Reed said, what's up with that there, you know? <laughs> what the hell are you doing that for? <laughs> I know. We're going to have to kick you out of unplanned parenthood there, Princess Leia. <laughs> hey, Kasim, while you're trying to soak the taxpayers for $500 million, yeah. why don't you throw in a couple of thousand for yourself for a vasectomy there, Trojan man? <laughs> I hear the bank isn't the only thing you've been breaking there, pal. <laughs> they said videos. Have you seen the video of the 14-year-old girls yet? It's gone viral. Yeah. Engaged in the brawl over there at Pebble Brook yeah. High School. Girl fights. Pebble- I don't know about you, Kimmer, yeah. but I haven't seen two women go at it like that since Candy Crowley and Nancy Grace fought over the last cinnamon roll in the CNN break room there. <laughs> It's mine, it's mine, I had first dibs. <laughs> <laughs> my to Nancy Grace, I'm Dennis Miller. Come again on the Jim oh, you know, I'm with you 100% about the Sephora company. They oh. had to pull that, you know, they've come out with this lipstick yeah. called Underage Red. It's Under unbelievable. Age, yeah. Wrong. Yeah, wrong. it's also available in Prince Andrew Pink. <laughs> Bishop Eddie Long Lavender, <laughs> R. Kelly Crimson, and Reverend Park Purple. <laughs> That's the shade of the lipstick, the Reverend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you getting any wrong no, ideas. No, we there, wouldn't want to mislabel anything. Huh? <laughs> Thank you, Dennis. Always Dennis complete honor here for you, sir, with a giver. I well, said it was my cinnamon roll. <laughs> Nancy. Oh, mercy. And Bristol Palin's a hottie. I mean, she's a cutie. Or at least she, I assume she's, you know, the last I saw her. But she, she got, uh, had a baby out of wedlock when she was like 15 or 16 or 17 or something over there. 
Uh, but she's a, she's a little hot. Well, good for her. I hope she has a nice, long, happy life and a married life, and uh, that's good for her. All right, 155, it's only the camera on News Radio 1067. Hillary's still in trouble. She has refused to say, and even the State Department won't say whether she ever signed the form she was supposed to sign, like everybody else, when she left the State Department. And if she didn't sign it, then she broke the law. And if she did sign it and she took stuff out uh, illegally, then she broke the law there, too. But anyway, President Sticky's standing by her. Ah, what a happily married uh, the couple, server huh? contains uh, personal communications from my husband and me. Oh, wait, I just played that one. <laughs> what I was trying to play instead was another Irish song just for you and me here on the old Kimmer. What an idiot. <laughs> here on the old. I played it's the computer. The computer played the wrong one. <laughs> yeah, here you go. Stand by. Oh, he doesn't smell like Irish Spring and he never taught me anything. But still, I slap my chest and sing of my drunken Irish dad. Oh, his face looks like a railroad map and he never shuts his freaking trap. But all the ladies catch the clap from your drunken Irish dad. Ask a Hennessy, Tennessee, Morrison, Sean. Honestly, Reardon and Rooney, they'll tell you the same. McNulty, Mulroney, and Cotter and Clooney all feel the same mixture of pride and of shame. Finnegan, Hannigan, Kelly, and Flanagan look to the ground when their dad passes by. Tafferty, Rafferty, Joyce, and O'Lafferty fight for his honor and then start to cry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, why do leprechauns make great secretaries? They're so good at shorthand. <clears throat> what do leprechauns, what, what do leprechauns love to barbecue? Short ribs. Hey, hi-oh! <laughs> 157. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. Look out, here we go. This is your formerly alive announcer, Don Pardo, and you're listening to a replay of the Kimmer, courtesy of the Hangman and John Boy. You know, the only two people who do any real work around here. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. Everyone says the Kimmer is a handsome man. <laughs> well, I don't want to. When everyone is drunk. <laughs> Wait a minute. The Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. <laughs> so look out. It's only me, 205. Newsbreaker Lights coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor. And other things, too, including your phone calls. 844 404 1067. It's getting me a dog. Former Cream drummer Ginger Baker, Ian Anderson of Jethro Tull, and Joss Stone are the first acts to sign up for a tribute to the late Cream singer Jack Bruce. He died a year ago, and uh, they're going to have a concert called Sunshine of Your Love in London October 21st, uh, 24th, rather, marking the year anniversary of Jack Bruce's death. Proceeds all go to charity, little thing for Cream and... There you go. Uh, a couple birthdays to note here. Actress Brittany Daniel from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, 39 today. And this was the day the Campfire Girls organization incorporated in Washington, D.C. in 1912. It was two years after it was founded in Thetford, Vermont. Originally Campfire Girls, now known as Campfire USA. You wouldn't want to say girls. That's offensive. Campfire non-males would be better. So, come on, don't you have to? Does everything have to be something? I mean, it's campfire girls. It's not. It's not insulting. You know, you talk about the girls at work. Well, okay, they're women, but they're also. I mean, come on, my I love God, their biscuits. Just stupid. Yeah, there you go. Campfire Camp biscuits. biscuits. Campfire biscuits. <laughs> <sighs> 
<laughs> you know, missed it by that much. <laughs> 206 on News Radio 1067. It's only the Kimmer. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. A couple of bizarre things in the news. I've got a newsmaker line coming up here for you, too. In, in the Netherlands, IKEA stores have started doing something which they now have to stop. IKEA stores in the Netherlands have sponsored hide and seek events in the store. Now, th- for a second, th- you know, the, the, the people at IKEA said, you know, uh, we wanted to have a, an event for people that organize just, to, you know, doing childish things, having a little fun and games. And it's like having a huge living room to play hide and go seek at uh, IKEA stores. Well, here's the problem they had 30,000 people sign up on Facebook. 30,000. <laughs> 19,000 registered for the game in Amsterdam, 12,000 in Utrecht. And the problem was that people were in the IKEA stores for the little fun and games hide-and-go-seek, and they were hiding in refrigerators, uh, under stuffed toys, in huge shopping bags, storage spaces under beds, and it took all day. And there was people store finally said, you know, this is a little risky. You know, people are hiding, dangling from the ceiling. I mean, you know, they said, this, this has just got badness written all over it. You know, what could go wrong? Well, I can think of a couple of things. Anyway, and another, I got a news line in a second here. Uh, and another study out of uh, Minneapolis and also researchers at Brigham Young University studied 3 million people. And they found that. Being lonely, feeling lonely, not just living alone, but feeling lonely, feeling isolated or alone, increases your risk of death early by 30%. They say the feeling of loneliness has as much impact negatively on your body. Loneliness has as much impact as smoking 15 cigarettes a day or drinking too much. Being lonely. Wow. Well, do what I do. Get yourself a horse. All right, 208 on News Radio 1067. Or a wife, you can have a, you know, get a girlfriend or something, I suppose. You know, the problem with that, though, you get a girlfriend, finally get a girlfriend, and then two weeks later you're going, oh, yeah, now I remember. Uh, 208 on News Radio 1067. How about a newsbreaker line? Good afternoon. Kim, this is Charles Barkley calling. <laughs> hey, Charles, how's it going? I know this ain't politically correct, but I didn't like Marxist Max Cleland either. He was terrible, he man. He was terrible, He yes, went for office, talk like Teddy Roosevelt, vote like Teddy Kennedy. Give me a break. <laughs> That's correct. all I got to say about that. <laughs> yes, sir. I ain't even Irish, Kim. I'm Bodo. Yeah. I feel lucky this morning. Well, what do you mean, sir? Well, I got out of Pepperoni's Tavern right before the bus. <laughs> you know, man. I was going to say, they rounded up and did 65 guys. And <laughs> oh, I mean, unlike Mayor Kasim Reed, I pulled out just in time for the parking lot right before the cops showed up. <laughs> I didn't get your license number, did they? <laughs> man, I'm so mad I wasn't able to get down none of my NCAA hoop bets before the cops showed up. Really? That's too bad. I did get five dimes down on an over and under, Kimmer. Uh, over and under? No, not on the game, on the Rock 100 Morning Show. <laughs> it's down to 45 days, but I still bet under because that thing is horrible, man. <laughs> they like to tease the Kimmer show. Why would the police uh, bust Paparona's Tavern yeah. on one of their biggest nights, yeah, Kim? Big night, yeah, it was Tuesday night fights. Did you hear about it? No, I didn't. Tuesday night Oh, fight. they had action going on. It was a live feed from Pebble Brook High School. <laughs> I had $500 on the 14-year-old brunette with the help and the holly tattoo. And the, and the daddy, thank goodness for Crush Proof Cigarettes t-shirt. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's been there before, so... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that means. Thank you. <laughs> you know, you learn something every day, yes, Kimma. Yes, sir. Of course, unless you attended Ole Miss and other than that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry Pete. Pete. I think I went to Auburn. I got no room to talk. <laughs> now you're talking. <laughs> yeah. I never knew Hannity was an Irish name that means extortion. Did you know that? <laughs> no, I did not know that. Sir. And that Sean Bob's great great grandfather set up a phony chair that helped the Irish Republican <laughs> Army man. You learn something every day. Yes, sir. And, you know, I have to agree with you, Kim. That's yes, one sir. thing yes. for the Mexican government to meddle in the latest James Bond movie. Meddling in the James But did they really have to Photoshop the stolen hubcaps back on the Aston Martin? I mean, <laughs> it's Mexico, for God's sakes. <laughs> we need some... <laughs> Unusual. <laughs> really? In that. context, you know. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I mean, they could have just shot the damn thing on Buford Highway and not even involved the Mexican <laughs> government. <laughs> Who'd have known the difference, right? Good point, sir. <laughs> I got time to think of these things. Yes, you do. Great to be Our pleasure, though, to have you aboard, Charles. Here. Thank you, yeah. sir. All right. Look out. Thank you, Charles. St. Patty's Day. It's on the Kimmer. Herp. Y'all ready for this? I'm ready, baby. Da-da-da-da. How did the Irish jig get started? Too much beer, not enough restrooms. Uh, what would you get if you crossed Christmas with St. Patty's Day? Saint O'Claus, Santa Claus, he sent O'Claus, Santa Claus, and the uh, yeah. What do you call something that stays out in the yard all summer and is Irish? Patio furniture. It's kind of- oh, oh, thank you so much. Right, it's two twelve. News breaker lights coming up. Sponsored by the Sighting Doctor and all kinds of other things. And- I think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? <laughs> what with your dago mustache and your greasy hair. <laughs> the Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. This is Hank Hill. Hank! And this portion of the Kim <laughs> Peterson Show yes, is brought to you by The Bumpy Road to Love. Oh, The Bumpy Road to Love. What would you call dating a co-ed at Arizona State? Talk about doing something really rash. And now here's your host, the Kimmer. Yeah, number one for STDs. Yeah, I went there. That was long. That was before. That was before. Uh, 217, and it's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. A couple of quick birthdays. Mia Hamm, the soccer girl, 43, and Danny Ainge, 56. But first, holy crap at sports. And Pete Davis. News from Florida. Your Atlanta Braves are winning 4 nothing over Boston right now. Outstanding. Excellent. Uh, Beth and Corp with an RBI looking good there. Good. By the way, you are we are the FM home with the Atlanta Braves. That's correct. For you. Uh, Disney continues to insist that bird hit the other day by the foul ball yeah. is still alive. Now I discovered that the only reason that it had been sitting on its perch in the first place was that it had been nailed there. <laughs> Your first place Atlanta Hawks set a franchise record with their 23rd road win, beating Sacramento last night without Kyle Korver or Al Horford. Ooh. Jeff Teague scored 23, Millsap 19 points, 10 rebounds. That's 14 straight wins against the Kings. The showdown with Golden State in Oakland tomorrow night. Oh. Korver will miss three games with his broken schnozzola. By the way, happy birthday, Kyle Korver. Happy birthday indeed. A uh, rough month for the 49ers. Seems like their entire defense is retiring, Uh-oh. including linebacker Chris Borland. He was quitting after just one season because of health concerns. Borden was supposed to replace Patrick Willis, but Chris got a concussion during training camp last year and played with it throughout the season and decided playing in the NFL isn't worth the risk. Wow. That's it's that, that's the new thing. Yeah. Uh, no Bubba Watson, uh, or Bubba Watson. You cannot bring Waffle House food to the champion's dinner at the Masters. 
Augusta National <laughs> has a rule against bringing named food to the dinner. So what will Bubba bring? The defending champ announced yesterday, we are definitely going to have food. There, well, thank you so much. Two years ago, Bubba served Caesar salad, grilled chicken with sides of green beans, mashed taters, corn, macaroni, and cheese, and cornbread. Afterwards, Nick Faldo uh, tweeted, you got a whole year and that's what you came up with? <laughs> chicken it, and mac and cheese, yeah. He called it a happy meal. <laughs> uh, for dessert, they had confetti cake with vanilla ice cream. What the hell is I... confetti cake? Does it is that that sprinkle? No, I think it's. Uh, it looks like confetti because it's got like coconut sprinkles on it. Oh, I, like I think that. And, and little uh, sugar sp- uh, sprinkle things. You know those oh. little uh, ice cream sprinkles, and I think that's what it that is. That sounds good. Uh, Bubba says he only eats burritos when he plays the Masters. When you hate to be behind. <laughs> oh that. man! Oh. Yeah. Uh, when Adam Scott won, they also brought Morton Bay bugs to his dinner. You know what they are? The Morton Bay bugs? Uh, what, clam testicles? I'm They're guessing. a crawl dad from down under. Oh, my. And Bubba refused to eat them, saying he didn't eat bugs. There you go. <laughs> We've actually got a tape of Bubba's food choice for this year's dinner. Oh, great. Hey, Grandpa, what's for supper? Oh, this ain't my day. I burnt the beans and poured too much grease over the greens, and my cake fell as flat as a board, and it's the worst cup of coffee that ever I poured. That's well, Bubba. there you go. Uh, the NCAA tourney <laughs> begins today. Ole Miss Rebels take on the Brigham Young Wife Retailers. <laughs> the wife and the Manhattan Dying City Dwellers play the Hampton Inns. <laughs> the Hampton Inns. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> How far is the old Hampton Inn? <laughs> Georgia Tech. <laughs> Just the tip. Georgia Tech is feeling generous, giving Coach Brian Gregory one more year to turn things around which is like putting the captain of the Titanic in charge of the Lusitania, but what the hell. <laughs> Here you go. Tim Tebow worked out with the Eagles. I hope he does this every season just to rile up the Christian haters out yeah, there. Yeah, there you go. Pete Rose officially applied to be reinstated in baseball, yes or no? Um, actually, I think yes. I think you let him in, but I think you tell the story. I think you put him in the Hall of Fame, but you say, here's the deal on Pete Rose. He should have a whole thing, a whole section. Well, he's got some of his stuff in there right now, yeah. but he's not in there. Well, I, and the other thing is, he wants to be part of baseball again. I think he wants to be a coach or a representative or do something he's with the team. Well, be that. well, but I, I think he wants to be involved, and he wants to be able to go to a ballpark without people I'm screaming at him. He's paid his I think price. it's time. And, and plus, it's not like he, you know, I mean, he, he was a punk and a gambler and a, and, a, and a goof, but there's no evidence that he threw any games. There's no evidence yeah. that he bet against himself or that's is there? the number one rule that's you yeah sure it is but on the other hand you also don't cheat with he didn't cheat with steroids and try to change the game he just bet yeah. on what happened with the game he didn't try to change the nature of the game that's and that's what that's the worst thing for baseball is changing the nature of the competition i, I agree so i think it's time to let him in and put a whole label everything that he did with, with it you heard earlier kimmer saying that uh mitt romney is going to fight evander Holyfield. that's right going to boxing match with evander in may in Los in uh, salt lake city for charity evander the father of uh, our city right our now. country uh, <laughs> by the way the charity is to aid blind people in developing countries now, why would we want to do that? <laughs> what, what they'll do they just know? be able to see their way here. <laughs> <laughs> or they'll realize how bad their country is. They let them live <laughs> in darkness. They They're doing fine right now. Yeah. What, are you kidding me? And now your world... Uh, <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I can see, and this is the crap I get to look yeah. at every day. I'd rather be blind. <laughs> I married you. And now your World Cup of Cricket update. Right. Today, the Sri Lankan jute farming island Indians <laughs> take on the South African white boy shark bait. <laughs> white boy shark bait? I'm loving it, say. 222. It's only the camera. News Radio 1067. 844 1067. 844 1067. It's only me. We're talking about some weird things going on in schools, including this bizarre case in Cobb County at Pebble Brook High School 
with girls fighting each other and actually taking breaks and then going back to fight each other some more over the course of about 90 minutes because there was never a teacher in the room. But again, it's little girls fighting each other. I mean, vicious fighting. And I, I hate that video of the, of the girl in Indianapolis just trying to kill that other girl, and it's a race crime. Anyway, also in uh, Virginia, an 11-year-old boy, who's both, who's both of whose parents are school teachers, was suspended for a year in his sixth-grade class at Bedford Middle School in Bedford, Virginia, because the principal found a marijuana leaf in his backpack. And they said, this is just outrageous. We're suspending you for a year. Well, unfortunately, the leaf was not marijuana at all. It was, you know, like a maple tree or an oak leaf or something. Just a leaf. It was just a leaf. But they still kicked him out because it looked like marijuana. Someone might have thought it was marijuana. If you have imitation drugs... Here it's the same as bringing real dope. In Chesapeake, Virginia, four 7th graders, 7th graders, were suspended because they brought a bag of oregano to school. If it looks like pot, it's grounds for expulsion. And now they're going to let this kid back into school, but he can't go to his regular school. He's got to go to a special school. He'll be separate from his peers and his friends and all the people he's known his whole life, be on strict probation till September, and he will have his body and his books and his locker searched at the beginning of every school day and at the end of every school day until September. Because he brought a leaf that someone said could have looked like marijuana. Virginia. (laughs) <laughs> I'm I'm flabbergasted. And this story, if you haven't seen the video, it's out there. In Indianapolis, this young black girl, uh, 14 years old, kicking and beating and slamming, and it looks like she's trying to kill a little white girl about her same age. And when the little white girl's five-year-old brother tries to help, the attacker beats up the little boy and shoves him to the ground. Five! And as when she's throwing the punches and kicking the girl on the ground, trying to guff, cover up and guard herself, she's just being viciously beat the crap out of her. No one stops it. And the girl is saying, why are you doing this? What did I do? What did I do? Please stop. What did I do? And one of the guys taking all the videos says, you white bitch. Now, I apologize for using that phrase, but honestly, and if you want to complain about it to my boss, feel free and I'll take any punishment he wants. But this has to be said. This is, this is the new attitude of young people. Girls fighting like this? Race crimes, you white bitch, from a 14-year-old? You know, she was not born with this attitude. You know, you're not born this way. Nobody's born being a racist. Nobody's born being a vicious hater because of skin color. You're taught it. So who taught her over the first 14 years of her life? This is outrageous, absolutely outrageous. Well, it's not changing, though. It's only going to get worse. Uh, it's 226. Oh, got a Facebook. Facebook, uh, Facebook. Sean says an Irish text message. Uh, Mary, I'm just having one more pint with the lads. If I'm not home in 20 minutes, read this message again. <laughs> no, there you go, me boil. All right, we also have more Irish stuff here on Irish and St. Patty's Day. It is amateur day and amateur night, so be careful if you're going out there. Use Uber, use taxis. I mean, you know what to do. It's, it's, it's silly to be. There's really no reason for drunk driving anymore. If you can't afford an Uber cab or a, ta- a cab or a friend to drive you something, then don't go out. I mean, you shouldn't be out. 
All right, anyway, look at 227. Man, Newsmaker Line sponsored by the sighting doctor. Doctor? Doctor? I can get a doctor out of this guy. A room for room. 227 on News Radio 1067. This is Donald Trump, and you're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. It's great, it's huge. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. I mean, to hell with the Kimmer. You don't want to miss a call from me. This is Raymond Burr. Yeah, Raymond. And now here's your host <laughs> yes, who wants to know, yes. is it wrong for a man to give another man a pinch on the backside <laughs> on St. Patrick's Day, even if the guy is wearing green? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Here he is, Kim Peterson. <laughs> you will never guess who this is about to sing this song. Not that you'd know her anyway. Kick up your heels, go ahead and let your hair down. All of my girls are turning their wheels, parking the yard for the first round. That is Rita Wilson, Tom Hanks's wife. I had no idea. It's a pretty good song. She sounds as good as any, she sounds as good as any of the other country girls. I mean, doesn't she? Miranda Lambert, or, I mean, all of them. Anyway, Rita Wilson. Bill, uh, what's his name? Hanks is his wife here. Uh, let's see what else we got here. The old uh, Kimber program today. Uh, nothing, I don't care. 844-404-1067. It's almost over. Uh, <laughs> but in honor of St. Patty's Day, Mick and Patty were walking in Covent Garden in London. You know, it was their first week in the capital. They're a bit naive being in London, being from Ireland. Lord above me, Patty, this is a great city, says Mick. And why is that Mick, says Patty? Well, to be sure, it explains Mick. Where else in the world, me boy, would a complete stranger come up to you, make idle chat, invite you to dinner, then offer you to spend the night at their house with all the lovemaking you'd ever want in your life? Begora, sputters Patty. Did that happen to you? says, no, but it happens to me, beautiful sister, all the time. <laughs> hey, ho. All right, 235, it's only me on News Radio 1067. 844 uh, With a Kimber program, and we'll have more, another song for you shortly. And I think we may have another late live edition of the old newsbreaker. I'm going to stall here for a second. We get the, oh, by the way, we've had transmitter problems off and on today. Yeah, we're going to do a live newsmaker line here in a second. Uh, so there, we have a backup transmitter, but if you can't hear us, it's temporarily bad. Uh, forgive me. I, we, their engineers are working on it, and we'll endeavor to persevere. Uh, we'll fix it as soon as we can. Uh, 236 on News Radio 1067. It's a late live special edition of the old newsmaker line. Good afternoon. This is the city, Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> when check. punks get out of line, that's where I come in. My name's Friday. I'm a cop. Hey, Sergeant Friday. Welcome, sir. How you doing? Well, we were working the juvenile watch yesterday out of Mableton when we got a call to break up a brawl between two 14-year-old girls at Pebble Brook High School. Yes, sir. You're lucky for us, Joe. Southside Steve got there first and convinced his wife to break it up. Oh, <laughs> she had a class, so... <laughs> You know, it's kind of funny that his wife listened to him, Joe. What do you mean, partner? Well, nobody else does, especially between <laughs> 6 and 10. Good morning. 7.48, we receive another call to assist in the gambling raid at Pepperoni's Tavern. <laughs> As opposed to Manuel's Tavern, where the only gambling involves ordering off the menu. <laughs> <laughs> Take a chance on the roast beef. Boy, I hope that health inspector enjoys his new Mercedes. <laughs> 
they keep the lights down so you can't see all the dirt on the floor. But it's a fine, fine establishment. <laughs> yeah, they, in fact, I think they had a menu item named after Clint Eastwood. It was called the Dirty Harry Burger, but it turned out to be a Dirty Harry Burger. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Mr. Albert, what's this fly doing in my chili? It looks like the backstroke to me. <laughs> anyway, when we arrived at Pepperoni Tavern, Mr. Albert, yes, we unearthed an elaborate gambling operation, gambling Kimmer. Operation. Oh, yeah, Kimmer. They were taking bets on everything basketball, hockey, baseball. John Boy's girlfriend in the sixth race at Victory Lane Greyhound Track. It was a. What are the odds? By the way, Joe, did you know Pepperoni Tavern used to, you know, advertise on the Kimmer show? Yeah, that's right. And they probably still would if they knew he was back in town, you know, <laughs> if they were publicized his show or put his picture on the God Bless It homepage of the website. <laughs> Joe, I don't want to complain or anything, but why are you making me, Harry Morgan, a proud Irishman, work on St. Patrick's Day anyway? Yeah. Well, it wasn't my idea, partner. It was your wife. She didn't want you at home drinking and giving her two more black eyes. <laughs> hey, was it my fault she didn't hear me the first time, Joe? Oh, man! <laughs> I am sick and tired of that woman and all her horse hockey! <laughs> I think you're going into the wrong character there. You're supposed to be Bill Cannon. Bill Cannon, not... Yeah, things have never been mesh. the same between me and her ever since she spotted me on radar. <laughs> I was speeding in my Colonel Potter uniform, and a cop spotted me on radar. Spotted him on radar, see, so say wife. nothing of Klinger, I don't know. This is completely broken Clinger, down. I think we need to go. Newer. Oh, before you go, Sergeant, I know you're that such a... dirty, hairy burger, you said. such a dirty, hairy burger. I... <laughs> Thank you, Thank so, you much. so much. I guess we're probably probably a good place to. But you know, but although, let's, what the heck? Before you go, I know you're you're such a ladies' man, and I have no skill with the with the ladies at all. Is there something something you can give me advice? Something you say to a woman when you're making a look? Something you can help me with at all? Well, for the three people out there that have never heard this before, <laughs> yes, sir. when I Sergeant Joe Friday yeah. have a sex with a woman, yes. I look her in the eye and I say, "You want to slow it down, man." <laughs> You know what Mrs. Hangman says? What's that, Bill? Is that about it? <laughs> Anybody there? <laughs> Are you through yet? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, boys. You know what Kimmer's final wife says? What's that? Next. <laughs> oh, no, that's a lie. It can't be true. Thank you so much, boys. Look out. Ay, ay, ay. 240. And it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067. Back to the phones. Here's Scott on News Radio 1067. Hiya, Scott. How's it going? Kim, how are you? Fine. Welcome, sir. Uh, I I know you're a, a big supporter of the police and all and all that stuff. And so am I, believe it or not. But last night, what happened in Alpharetta with them raiding a basketball pool party? Yeah, that was kind of silly. With, yeah. mat, with masks. I had a friend of mine there. Wait a minute. Who, and the, were, the cops had masks? They had masks. They had they had uh, automatic weapons. Well, that's okay they, with me. But, but you know, I think I'll think all cops should have all the weapons they want. But uh, why why the oh, masks? I I, but but the, the, you, they were treated like they were terrorists, and it was just a gathering of people doing NCAA basketball brackets. Yeah. And they made it seem like these were hardened criminals. And the news is reporting that it was a gigantic gambling establishment. Yeah. 
It was bracket. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, and, and, I, and Scott, I'm glad you called, and I I agree. I think it was kind of silly. Uh, but and again, I'm against gambling. I don't. I don't. I think it's kind of silly to raid a, a private company after hours when they shut down the place, which makes it a, a private business and enterprise, and have his buddies over to you know gamble and talk about the brackets and. But well, I just you know it's against the law, so of course it's wrong. But if they had done it in somebody's basement, you know, in a neighborhood, with the cops going to bust into somebody's basement for a? I mean, it just seems silly. The difference what, that in the lottery. Well, yeah, I mean, you know. If, there's like you can gamble on all kinds of stuff, and it's it's just silly. I mean, and every and every business and every building in the Atlanta metro area has a pool going for the brackets, for the the sneet snick sneen. <laughs> I can't say it for the the fleet flick fleen. I mean, everybody does it, and it doesn't make it right, but it doesn't really make it wrong. And if it's a private club and you're after hours and nobody's doing anything, it's not like they're grabbing you off the street. You know, and if they're forcing you to go in and lose your rent money, that's one thing. But I just seem kind of silly. And I am a total cop supporter. But, you know, if the cop does something silly, then we'll, we'll say so. And I just think that I don't know why it was such a big deal and why, you know, 65 people. Tax revenue. Well, I mean, yeah. But on the other hand, how many of them are going to actually be fined? And how many cases are going to result in money? How many lawyers are going to get rich off it? And it's just it just the whole thing seems a lot of bigness for something kind of silly. Anyway, 2.42. Cable's got me on hold, which gives me time to figure out what the heck the Petersons are building. <laughs> what are you up to? The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Oh my, this is George Takei. <laughs> hey, George. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show yes. is brought to you by Irish Spring. Oh. Manly, and I like it too. <laughs> Lather up. <laughs> <laughs> and now Thank here's you. your host, Kim <laughs> Peterson. Thank you so very much. Yes, it's the Sherelle. On this day, 1962, Soldier Boy, released by the Shirelles. Some of the great Motown sounds of rock and roll. On News Radio 1067. You were my it's only the camera. Happy St. Patty's Day, 248, News Radio 1067. You mentioned earlier briefly, this is really happening in Idaho. Thousands, literally, I'm not making it up, actually thousands of huge snow geese are falling out of the sky dead. Thousands of them. Apparently is some kind of avian cholera, which is spread through bacteria that lives in soil and water for months at a time. And they have, they have volunteers now for fish and game workers. Volunteers because there are so many bodies. They have to, I mean, they, it takes dozens of people to try to go find them and round them up. Just fall out of the sky dead. Splatter on the ground. And 20 bald eagles were seen near the areas where all these geese carcasses were littering the area. So they're afraid it's going to get infected in the eagles and carry it some more. So we'll keep you posted. That's going on in Idaho right now. 2.49 on News Radio 106.7. And if you've ever seen... If you, oh, oh, oh. Uh, Pete just put on one of the funniest commercials I've ever seen. Oh, two of them. They played that Android commercial again the other night on TV where the weird animals are paired off together. You know, the dog and the monkey and the thing. Just, just hysterically funny. And Pete has put on the uh, Kimmer Show Facebook page one of the funniest commercials you will ever see. It's for a Ford dealer and it involves a trunk monkey. You have to go see I can't do it justice, but I promise you, if you see this, you will laugh out loud. No question about it. All right, I got it. It's only the Kimmer. 844 404 
Uh, and we're trying to fix a transmitter. The sound is pretty bad. Apparently, that we're having a backup transmitter because there was some issue the engineers are dealing with. But we'll get it fixed for you. So I apologize if the quality of the sound is not as good as you would expect, and, and uh, we'll try to fix it. But first, how about a newsmaker line? He was on the old newsmaker line. Uh, good afternoon. <laughs> Kim Peterson, this is Mitt. I mean, this is Muhammad Romney. Yeah. And I am the greatest boxer of all time. Old Lefty, you going to take on Evander Holyfield for a boxing charity match? I can't believe it. I'm very excited. Anne's very excited. I read a couple of poems, you know, little Muhammad Ali type of oh, things. Excellent, in my... Arch. Mitt Romney. I'm right a here. bad man and I'm so pretty. I'll take down Evander in Salt Lake City. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's really good there, Mitt. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Yes. All nine of my wives are pulling for me. Because <laughs> I'm Mitt Romney, the storming Mormon. I'm the the storming Mormon. <laughs> I told Evander he could bring along his honey, but if we put up all his little bastards, we'd lose lots of money. <laughs> <laughs> Can't count that high anyway. <laughs> I'm training every day. You know, there's a lot on the line in this fight, yes, Kimmer. Yes, a lot on the line. Well, the winner gets to take on the eighth grade class from Pebble Brook High School, so we're very excited. <laughs> Pretty good fighters over there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, those girls at Pebble Brook can fight, scratch, claw, stand their ground, defend themselves in any situation. Yeah, yeah. You know, all the things I failed to do in 2012 when I threw that election. <laughs> Politically, yeah. <laughs> Grow up here. You know, I'm con- reconsidering my decisions not... Not to run. Reconsidering? Wow. Yeah, I really missed the varsity, so. (laughs) (laughs) To run. See, you wanted to run. (laughs) Hey, my french fries are slipping out of my hand. (laughs) (laughs) Well, mystery solved on the sudden disappearance of Russian leader Vladimir Putin, who hasn't been seen or heard from from over two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, yeah, apparently he's been hanging out on the Rock 100 morning show, so (laughs) no no one's been able to to find him. Mitt Romney. Uh, uh, did you see where Apple CEO Tim Cook announced the company's starting a new TV service called Apple Television? Apple Television. I don't know much about it. Yeah, Tim it. Cook suggested some of the new shows on there. Oh, really? All right. Yeah. How I Met Your Brother, CSI Midtown. <laughs> <laughs> Two Broke Guys. How <laughs> oh, I Met Eight Your and Brother. Eight Men, which I don't no! think is the size of the cast, but I'm not sure. I'm I met not, Romney. There's midget involved, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> really? Thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, I got to do the disclaimer. All right, sir. Yeah. Apple TV is a subsidiary of Cox Broadcasting, an affiliate of Men's Warehouse, which is not a clothing store, but a good place to get your seat taken in. I'm Ed Robert, and I approve that disclaimer. <laughs> Great to be on the show. It's our pleasure, man. Good luck with your podcast. All right, then, almost. One goes up and the other before the other one goes down, but uh, it's a will have a lesson later. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> At 2.52, look out, it's only the Kimmer. Hillary's still getting away without telling anybody whether she signed that form she was supposed to left the office. John Kerry is uh, defending her, and he's also still calling Republicans traitors who wrote the letter on Iran and the nukes and so forth. Well, Charles Krauthammer begs to differ. The 47 senators who are writing about an agreement that they believe is harmful to the country and you are calling them acting unconstitutionally and contrary to the interests of their country when you yourself 40 years ago spoke openly and to the world declaring your own country guilty of war crimes while we were in the middle of a war in fact depredations worthy of and these are your words Genghis Khan in that fake (laughs) 
Brahmin accent of yours, uh, and you are here now accusing others of harming their country by speaking openly. Charles Krauthammer on John Kerry, the liar perjurer who complained about atrocities in Vietnam that he never saw, never happened. Complete perjurer liar. He got away with it just like Hillary did. 254. Let's do part of the news break line. We'll uh, see what's going on right at the end of the Kimmer Show. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kim. I am here to pump up your sucky show. This is Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, calling. Jeez, I saw you got in trouble. The cops pulled you over in Australia for riding a bike without a helmet. Wow, You Arnold. know the funny thing about that, Kim? Yes, sir. I always wear a hel- helmet when I go over to Hangman's house. <laughs> you know, ever since Chad put in the tungsten reinforced headboard. <laughs> I must have left it there under under something, Chad. You could look at my helmet. Don't want to hurt the vertebrae or anything. But like you said, I've been in Australia. I haven't been keeping up with the news. Tyler Perry Tyler has Perry. purchased a pepperoni tavern. When did that happen? I didn't hear that, really. Just... Well, I heard they were taking action in the back, and they got butt. Oh, it was a gambling <laughs> raid. It was a gambling raid. <laughs> <laughs> <They're> totally. <laughs> and I just found out that Gaelic means a whole different thing, too. I... <laughs> Davis pointed out Gaelic jig. You had a lot of things going on there. Yes, we do, Dale. They were betting on the NCAA tournament. I was wondering, Kim, yeah, yes, sir. you know, you're over there at the Pepperoni Tavern. Yeah. You get arrested. Yeah. If you can prove you bet on Old Miss advancing in the tournament, can you enter an insanity, please? <laughs> I just mentally challenged. Oh, I'm sorry, but most people. Gave Ole Miss about as much chance of making the field of 68 as they gave Kimmer of ever getting into the Georgia Radio Hall of Fame. <laughs> which, by the way, is a subsidiary of Cox Broadcast. That's going to say. I you you know, my wife, Maria Shriver, yeah, is celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Oh, she is? I didn't hear That's that. always kind of funny since, you know, that whole luck of the Irish thing never seemed to filter down to the Kennedys. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my Uncle Ted was a real-life Terminator. <laughs> Maria's cousin, Michael Skaker, wrote that book, you know, about golf, out, you know, how to stop sculling your seven eyes. Oh, he killed that girl in the golf club in the head. <laughs> my God. You know, the Kennedys were the inspiration for that movie, Ocean's Eleven. Is that right? Really? Yeah, I think it was Ocean Eleven, Kennedy Zero. <laughs> <laughs> the famous Kennedy jig. Oh, my father is dead, and my mother is dead, and my sister is dead, and my brother is dead, and my cousin is dead, and my car wouldn't float. <laughs> Thank you so much. Happy St. Paddy's Day, me boy. Drive carefully, for God's sakes. Take a cab, will you? We want you back here tomorrow. 256. It's only the camera. Oh, there goes my occipital. Oh, doctor, my occipital's bleeding. This is Hank Hill, and thank you for listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show, courtesy of Hangman and John Boy. So if you didn't like the show, blame them. Listen to The Kimmer, weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067.